If you and your team want to cut down on busy work and get more choice and control over accounts payable, you need Bill. Bill Accounts Payable is your secret weapon for saving time on AP. And with a special offer at bill.com slash podcast, you'll save money too. With Bill, streamline your entire AP process, including bill creation, approvals, and payments. You can pay with ACH, credit card, check, and international wire transfer. Plus, you can easily integrate with most accounting software. No wonder hundreds of thousands of businesses are already using Bill to manage their AP. Schedule a free demo now to see how Bill can automate your financial operations. And right now, get 15% off when you subscribe to Bill Accounts Payable. There's never been a better time to sign up. This special offer is available for a limited time only at bill.com slash podcast. Terms apply. See bill.com slash podcast for details. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hey, what are you giving for the holidays? Don't let it be another knickknack nobody needs. Give something that will actually help the planet and delight someone you love. Plant a tree. With One Tree Planted, you can donate to plant trees as a unique holiday gift. And feel good knowing that your gift will help clean the air, filter water, and provide habitats for wildlife. Go sustainable this holiday season. Your first tree is on us. Check out OneTreePlanted.org and use code HOLIDAYS to get your free tree. Then pat yourself on the back for the best gift ever. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! What is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. That's right. So welcome to the show, uh, to Uncle Mosh. <laughs> 
I'm so glad to be here. All right, so episode number 142. So thank you to those of you that are joining us in the chat. Thank you, Running Bear, Pirate 1975, Just Win Johnny, Chris Rubio, Coach Davis, Pete, Adam Hill, Kent Freeman, Ron Stratton, the Materator, we call him around here. He handles business there. He's the sheriff in the chat room, and we appreciate him. Uh, Rev Raider is in there. Adam Hill is in there. Joe Estrada, Gorilla Gardens. Uh, Mosh, it's a busy night in the chat room. We love the chat room, and if you don't, uh, catch us on the live feed. Definitely do that. Check out uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, no, it's not. Why do I always do that? It's Why YouTube. Do, you do that? I don't, it's, it's a thing. I'm all flustered now because this camera thing. It's youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M U R F S Fan Cave. And you can catch the live broadcast of every episode of Raiders Fan Radio and jump into the chat. It is a lot of fun in there. They are funny. They know more about, about football than we do and is definitely a good time. Uh, other ways you could support the show, let me get on Uncle Mosh's camera over there. There are two ways to support us, and as we support the Bolitnikoff Foundation, uh, you can buy a Fred Bolitnikoff jersey or any other gear uh, by going to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and hit that link, and then a portion of all of the proceeds will then go to the Bolitnikoff Foundation because we're going to donate every penny that we get from that, those links to the Bolitnikoff Foundation with the goal of raising $2,000 to give them at uh, at their annual Crab Fest, which is coming yeah, up. Yeah, 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 coming up soon. I can't wait. Yeah, coming up in November. Uh, also, you can uh, buy one of our Get Made shirts, which we only have a few left, Mosh. We're about out of those. Uh, but keep them coming. Keep the orders coming. We still have all sizes except for large available, uh, but you can order a Get Made t-shirt, and again, 100% right. of those proceeds goes to the Bulletnikoff Foundation. And we, we got, what, 10-day turnaround on that at the max? Yeah, I'm a little behind. Like, I know Lino uh, has a T-shirt order in. Um, Lino, the full metal Mexican, I need to get his out to him. I run a little bit behind because I am the shipping department for uh, Murph Fan Cave and Raiders Fan Radio. I think that needs to come under Swag's duties. I would love to put that under someone else's duties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that would be good. Because I passed it on to you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, so I appreciate uh, appreciate everybody that's ordered those shirts, and and, uh, please continue to support us as we support the Fred uh, Bolitnikoff Foundation. All right. Um, also, subscribe to us on any of the uh, uh, any of your favorite podcast feeds that are out there. Uh, you can find us uh, on, um, yeah, any podcast service. Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all kinds of good stuff out there. Nothing makes me happier than all this talk about Jalen Ramsey going, oh my gosh. going to the Raiders. You know, because we watched him. Yeah, he you know, grew up he was down a, the street. Yeah, he went, and went, went to Brentwood Academy and was breaking all kinds of records. It's a private school not far from where I teach. And he was amazing in high school. And, and so the idea that there was, there was uh, with all the, all the craziness that's been going on in his world, and he's saying that he would, he would like to play for the Raiders, how cool would that be? I mean, okay, so we give up a few picks, you know? But come on. This guy is going to be amazing, and uh, he would look so good in silver and black. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a I'm a big fan of Jalen Ramsey. I think he's got Raider written all over him, and you know now with 
you know, we missed out on Minka Fitzpatrick, but with the uh, the idea of maybe uh, pulling him in, and then there's also uh, uh, now Jamal Adams from the from the right, Jets right. one. So I think ultimately though, if the Raiders are going to make a move for a, a secondary player like that, which I'm not opposed to them doing it. The whole point out in draft picks is to acquire talent, and if you can acquire a sure thing uh, with a pick, Shh. then you know why not do it? Um, and you know they they're fit positions of need. The only thing we got to worry about is Carl Joseph. Is that what are we going to do with him? Right? Should we? You know? Should we? Uh, uh, hey, so let me talk yeah. about something. While you get, uh, while you see if Swago's camera is going to work for you. Yeah, yeah. Over my shoulder here, the other hand. So we put together a collage of the shirts that have been sent to us, and it's some really cool swag that Swago didn't get. Um, yeah, just the booster clubs. Over just there. the different booster clubs that have been sending them to us, and so we've kind of mounted them on on. The, on a canvas, and it looks amazing. It's just phenomenal, and uh, I think it's going to be really cool. I think as, as we start amassing a big bunch of those, that's going to look really neat in our background. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we, we've been fortunate to have so many cool people send us stuff. And uh, there you see the Atlanta Booster Club. That came from Kevin. Right. Uh, Raider Homer sent us to Central Texas. Silver and Black UK sent us to London. Uh, Defenders of the Silver and Black came from Q-Dog. Uh, let's see. We got Silver and, um, uh, Salt City Silver and Black. That yep. came from Jay. And then, of course, uh, our buddy Jimmy Z-Box sent us the uh, Great Lakes Booster Club. So, yeah, pretty cool back there. And uh, so, okay, so I, it's going to say Swag Jeff on there, but it's, it's me. I'm kind of dark. I don't know how's. Is that worth it, Mosh? Yeah, it's worth it. Is that it, worth it? Okay. Yeah, if we can hear you and we can see you, we're good to go. All right. It's a little dark. I can, I'll can. i try to mess with it up here, mess with it on the fly here, try to brighten it up uh, as we're going. But let's go ahead. So speaking of swag, Jeff. <laughs> Adam Hill says, hey, look at the damn camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funky here. It looks real dark. I'll try to brighten it up. But, hey, Mosh, so tell us. I'll tell you what. While I mess with that, tell us about episode number 142 and the significance of that number. If you oh, man. Okay, so Swaggy J was at it, right? And uh, he, he, actually, he actually did this because he does most of his stuff when he's, on the, uh, when, when he's on his phone. And he was all done, and he was, he was in his driveway, and he's like, oh, man, I got this, some really good stuff for you. So in 2010, Seabass sets a record for points scored in a single season – how many? Uh, I'm going to guess 142. 142. Not only that, but he's got a second one. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that are, that are gunning for his job, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, yeah, there's yeah. people that, that, you know, not saying that, that, sag, that Swaggy J does a – I almost called him Saggy. Uh, <laughs> Swaggy J. He's that too. <laughs> My little buddy Southwest Swag does a poor job. No, that's not true. He came up with a second one. So he's got a double bubble for 142. John Madden, career games coached for the Raiders, 142. Ah, oh, nice one, Jeff. That's a good one. All right. They, Adam Hill says, okay, you're good, Murph. If Adam Hill's not cussing you, we're on. All right, good deal. All right, so I, I appreciate that, guys. It might be a little choppier uh, than what you're used to, but um, anyways, it's better than uh, better than nothing there. So, okay, uh, and I took off where it says Swag Jeff on the bottom. That'd All be right. good. Thank you, Mosh, for handling that for 142, and thank you, Jeff. You did a great job uh, on, on Coach Madden and also Seabass. All right, so, uh, so here at Raiders Fan Radio, we like to give out respect, Mosh. That's right. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but we... Uh, but we, we do respect. We do respect. Yeah. We do respect. So, um... Three uh, guys we want to give respect to tonight. Number one, first and foremost, we want to give respect to uh, Raiders tight end, 
Darren Waller. Uh, Darren, love that guy. Love that guy. Darren, for those of you that don't know, uh, came to us from the Baltimore Ravens. This is now his second year with, with the team. If anybody's watching this show, I'm sure you are fully aware of who he is. Um, but, you know, he's had this road to recovery, this fight back from substance sure. abuse. And, um, and it's to be celebrated. We're all about a redemption story here on, on Raiders Fan Radio. Man. Absolutely. And, you know, considering... The cesspool of media and coverage that has happened in our uh, team the past couple weeks with that guy that yeah, shall that, no longer yeah, be named. Yeah, we're not even. He's about joined him. with uh, eighty four. Is joined eighty nine fifty two and Wilson's partner. Yep. Uh, in terms of, we will not refer to them anymore uh, on this show. But anyways, so with all that bad coverage, we wanted to highlight some good stuff here, Absolutely. and that's what we're going to do with Darren Waller and the rest of our respect tonight. So let's start off with Darren. Uh, and let's hear from him. You know, Mosh, when you hear that uh, one of your players is featured on TMZ Sports. Oh, it's not going to be good. That's usually not a good sign. It usually involves a, a cell phone. Uh, if your name is, is, is Pac-Man, it's a neck brace and yeah. a bar. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So in this case, though, uh, this was a good thing. And let's hear from Darren on TMZ Sports. They spotlighted you a lot on Hard Knocks. What was that experience like for you? Um, it was definitely different, um, because, you know, with me, it was like, if there's any, if there's any kind of news around my name in prior dates that it was, you know, around like me, like violating the drug program again, or just like, you know, news like that. So just as far as a more positive thing, it was uh, definitely new territory for me, but I embraced it and felt like that would have been a cool chance for me to kind of talk about what I've been through and just keep it real and let people know that I'm a human being at the end of the day. I feel like you got a lot of a lot of fans, not just in Oakland, but all around the country. Do you feel that the support is is there for you? Yeah, I definitely feel it. Um, as far as I mean, just like on my Instagram, it's just like a lot of people reaching out, like relating to my story, and that's the kind of stuff that you know makes me feel like I'm living with a purpose now. And it's like, you know, when I go out there, I kind of I kind of try to do it for them. You know, I want to enjoy it for myself, uh, number one, but it's also like representing for them. Like, hey, like there's there's life past that and there's life beyond what you could ever really imagine because I never really imagined myself being in this exact position. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than what I'm feeling. It's bigger than what I may be going through. And I always try to keep that on my mind. It just keeps me from being like self-centered like I was before. It, just keep, it gets me out there and want to help people. And that's what really life's all about. That's what really gives you the most rewarding feeling possible. So I just try to tap into that whenever possible, whether it's going to a meeting, whether it's just having a conversation with someone or um, standing in front of people and speaking to people, sharing my story, like whatever it looks like, whatever that service looks like, um, I'm willing to do it because I know it, it may, it, that's what fills me up and I got to do what you know makes me feel good inside. Was there ever a point where you didn't think your football career would be where it is right now? Uh, yeah. I mean, I felt like when I, like when I was in the practice squad uh, last year, like, even if I got reinstated, you know, I kind of thought, like, I would get an opportunity. And then it was like, no, I was in the practice squad. And then that was for 10 or 11 weeks. And toward the end of that, I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I may not play in the game again, but it's like, at least I gave it a shot. And I was kind of feeling down about it. But then that was like a few days after that, the Raiders had picked me up. And it was just like, if I hadn't been preparing myself, like, with a positive attitude up until that point. Like, of course, there's going to be days where it's like, your attitude's not going to be perfect. But, I mean, that, just preparing that way helped me. So when I got to Oakland, I wasn't like, I didn't have to like flip a switch on. Like that switch was already on and I just came in there and just did what I had to do. Ever since I came in, they were just like, hey, we're just going to give you a shot, see what you can do. And it's just like, you know, after all I've been through, it's like a shot is like, you know, I don't even really deserve another shot. It's just like if somebody's willing to give it to me, that's like I'm going to attack it with everything that I got. And that's really what I did. Uh, just sh 
give them a chance to really see me for who I really am and uh, just as a human being. And it was just an instant click, like from my position coach to the offensive staff to just people on the team in general, the leaders on the team, and, you know, just took off from day one. We think there, Mosh. How about Man. the uh, the humility there, right? He's just great. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's a he's well spoken. I love and I have said it before. I'll say it again. Man, dude owns his owns his 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 issues. Man. Yeah, yeah. And and there's there's no quicker way to recovery than to own your issues. Absolutely. And and to go to be as public as he is. Man, I got all the respect in the world for this guy. Absolutely. To put that kind of you know to be that vulnerable. To go out there and and to, and to just own that stuff, and it's and I think it's important. And the reason that I wanted to share it too is that you know there's a there's a big listening audience for us out there. Thankfully, that you all are willing to to to, to pay attention to us, yeah. and you know that maybe his words help you with whatever your situation is. Whatever there's all kinds of different things to recover from. That's not just substance. There's all kinds of things out there. And if someone like Darren Waller and his story can inspire someone else, if we can be even a small amplification of that, then we definitely want to do that. So, so, so props to him, uh, major respect to him. Thank you so much, uh, Waller for being that open with, uh, with everything. All right. So, um, again, on the same thread of all the negative media coverage right. that was out there about that one guy, I would like to highlight another one of the Raiders that's done some amazing things. And you know, there's a, there's a right way Mosh to do things and there's a wrong way. Well, that- you know, we hit, we hit two things this week. We hit the mainstream media with TMZ, and we hit social media. And now we hit social media. So we're hitting social media because some players choose to use social media to build a brand and to, you know, whatever all the things that happen with 84 are. Whatever that is, that's one way to use it. Another way to use it is to use it like Tyre Whitehead uses it. And what he's been doing is giving away tickets on Twitter based on he'll ask a trivia question. And so he asked this week, how many passing yards does Derek Carr need to become the Raiders' all-time passing leader? Right. So this guy, OG Massa is his name on, on Twitter, answered the question of 81, and he got it right. And so Tyre said, here's some tickets. DM me on, on how to get them. So he wow, did that. Wow, that's so cool. So this guy, OG Massa, says... Uh, after the game, sends a picture of his little boy uh, or little girl there. I'm assuming little boy and um, and a real young kid. It's like six years old. Or yeah, something. yeah. So uh, uh, he says, "I wouldn't be doing our captain big uh, Taj justice if I didn't let Raider Nation know the impact he's had on our family." This is the last game Oakland will host KC. Thank you for this memory and a story to be shared for generations. Thank. And he shows a picture of his son sitting there. In the seats that, that he provided. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. And then he re- answered back, congrats, boss, you won. Enjoy the game Sunday. Uh, he said, oh, and he says, happy you were able to make it out and enjoy yourself with the little one. Nothing better than creating memories with family. God bless you and your family, boss. Like, how man. cool is that, man? Like, that's what you use social media for if you're a freaking professional athlete. Like, that's amazing. That, that that's kind of, that's you, so cool. And you know what that does, too? That... You want to talk about building a brand, and I know, yeah. like, that's how you do it. That's like, how you build a brand. That's how you build yeah. a brand. So, so major props to Tyre Whitehead. Uh, very easy to root for, and uh, and he's been a heck of a player so far too since he's been with the Raiders. So that's been so awesome. we've got we've got mainstream media with television. Yes, we've got social media. Yes, and can I throw you this one? Recorded media. Nice one, Mosh. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
That was insane. (laughs) So awesome. Isn't that great? Man. Okay, so for uh, that was sent to us by Michael Phillips. Uh, Michael is a a resident of Central California, big Raider fan. Uh, He's been in a whole bunch of bands uh, through his life. Anyways, so he reached out to us and said, Hey, Murph, I just wanted to share this version of the Autumn Wind, uh, the Raiders theme that, that, that I wrote. It's not the Autumn Wind. It's the theme that comes after it, but you guys know what I mean. And so he says, I wanted to share this with you. Would you be willing to play it on your show? Well, heck yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, and we're going to have fun with that audio. We're going to put it behind Masha's maybe his Autumn Storm, maybe some of our other IDs, whatever. We're right. going to have a lot of fun with that one. So appreciate Michael Phillips. Much respect. Because not only was that uh like a fun idea but like that was legit like hey, that's very professionally recorded Jeez. and you know me i'm a sucker for audio quality oh yeah yeah and yeah that's, and that's uh, uh so good so thank you to michael phillips for doing that hey what's up it's brockman from the rich eisen show and it's still tupo from the rich eisen show you're listening to murph and mosh on Raider Radio. Yes. <laughs> Murph, I got to know, man. Yes, sir. I got to know. Uh, yes, sir. How much are you up? I'm up a little bit. <laughs> ah, nice. I'm up a little bit. I'm nice. Uh, I've, act- I've done well, man. And uh, I've done well because at the end of a hard week, Mosh, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. And, uh, you know, you got game winning touchdowns, two minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to bet on them. Yeah, man. And so I've been betting a little bit uh, with mybookie.com. So do, uh, excuse me, mybookie.ag. Uh, do the smart thing, go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you better and more ways to win. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. And don't forget, when you're betting, it's just as important that who you're betting on and mybookie.ag is the best in the business it's where i play and it's where you should too raider nation and yeah the fact the only game i lost this week was the raiders I, t- <laughs> I took the raiders in the points but everything else that i bet this week uh came through and so yeah so i'm i've done very well uh since i've i've gotten with uh the mybookie.ag folks and uh, and we appreciate their support of our show uh and i wouldn't tell you guys about this if i didn't uh, think they were the best tell me about the promo how's the promo work yeah so um so do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this season, you bet with my bookie. Uh, and if you like to bet a little and win a lot, you can try a parlay. Uh, if all your picks come through, you multiply your winnings. And no matter how much how how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, and as Mosh said, my bookie will double your first deposit. So if you put in hundred bucks, you make two hundred bucks. If you right. put in three hundred, you get six hundred. Uh, and so you to activate that offer, use promo code Cave to activate that. That is promo code Cave C A V. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Right on, right on. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. 
That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's talk a little bit about the game we played, the Kansas City Chiefs, this past week. And, uh, ah, you know, a little rough in the second quarter. I got something to say about that. Okay, say something about that. I hate the Chiefs. Yeah, you do. Sheesh. Man, that was, that was rough. You know, um, if I'd have told you, Mosh and Raider Nation, those of you in the chat room, Lauren, Aaron, the Q Dog, Coach Davis, Running Bear, Ron Kent, uh, who else is in there? Pirate 1975. Jose, Jose, yeah, lots of folks in there. Just uh, uh, Mojo Raiders in there. If I'd have told Jamash, yeah, I'm listening. The I'm a, the Raiders are going to get spotted ten points at the end of the first quarter, and we're, we're ten to nothing. Ten to nothing at the end of the first. They're going to hold. They're going to hold the Chiefs scoreless. Scoreless first time in twenty two games. Yes, in the first quarter, right? And we're going to continue to hold them scoreless for three quarters. Would wow. you have bet the Raiders? Uh, I'd bet the farm. I'd bet the farm. What happened? Second quarter, man. Seven minutes of the second quarter. Kicked our ass. And so here's the thing. Okay, tell me. It used to be, last couple of years from about 2017 on, it used to be three quarters we did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It used to be we'd have one good quarter, and then and then we'd, we'd stink it up. But, yeah. hey, so we're getting better. Okay, I'm really stretching on that one. <laughs> well, you know, well, there's some truth no, to what you're saying. No, really, seriously, though – they came out, the way I look at it, they came out, all the people, let me rephrase my thoughts. Okay. All the people in the world could complain and whine and snivel and say, oh, all that talk, it was all high, bad, 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 bad. I don't like Kermit the Frog. No. I didn't like him when he was a Muppet. <laughs> and I don't like him when he's a quarterback. You've always been a Miss Piggy guy. I've always been a Miss Piggy fan. My point is, we can't deny that the kid has got Freaking rifle for an arm. Oh. There, yeah. He he picked apart our secondary in that second quarter. Okay. Destroyed us through touchdowns at will. Okay. My coach, Coach Gruden, made adjustments at halftime. And nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about the adjustments that were made for the second half. We got our butts kicked in the second quarter. Yeah. But in the third and the fourth quarter, we held them scoreless. There was adjustments. Now, there is a case. Some people say, well, Andy Reid started pumping the brakes. Him and John Gruden are good buddies. He didn't want to rub it in. I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay. There is not, there is not 
a case for that to be made. Okay. Professional coaches whose jobs are on the line, whose money comes from wins, do not risk pumping the brakes. Sorry. We did that. We did that when we were coaching seven-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. when, when we were in a league that didn't have a 15-run rule, we, just, we, we yeah. wouldn't do that. We would, that's different. But I promise you they're not doing it. They don't. Do you think Nick Saban has ever, has ever no, pumped the brakes? No, and Bill brakes? Belichick doesn't. Do you think I Bill mean, no. Belichick, right, they don't right. do it at the collegiate level, and they're surely not, I know they don't do it at the high school level. We have a mercy rule. Right, but, right. But they're, they're not. No. I don't care if they're buddies or not. I don't, I don't care. He didn't pump the brakes. Well, I, I, I'm glad you said that because I don't think so either. I think that the- Coach Davis says there's no such thing as buddies on the field, and I agree. There you go. I, I, I totally agree, too. And I, I think that that sentiment is a, a little bit uh, misguided. Uh, you know, I, I think you're right, Mosh. I think Gruden and Paul Gunther made adjustments to it. And here's the thing. You know, when you're playing Patrick Mahomes, just like if you're playing – and I hate I'm putting him in this category, but just like if you're playing Tom Brady or oh. Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees, oh if, my you, gosh. if you make a mistake, they're going to make you pay for it. I, and there were times a few of those throws were not even mistakes being made. That Like Conley had great on that one uh, touch. He could not have had better. You and I sat there and said yes. he, he, his arms were in there. How did the guy catch the ball the without catch- stick him? Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, serious. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely. So I, I'm with you on that. You know, um, you know th- that was the big standout to me in terms of standouts. For, uh, in terms of the the, the Chiefs, uh, in terms of the Raiders, um, you know, I, you know, Derek throws the two picks. Uh, One so, of those was 100 percent not his fault. I will. I will. Well, he had this unprecedented offensive pass interference call that led to the interception, and it was not only a ridiculous call, but it was just, you know, how do you keep – you know, it's a timing route. Like, the ball is going to be there. Now, I will say this. The, um, I was a little disappointed on the pick in the end zone. I think we yep. all were. Yep. And we said, you know, early on going into this season, look, if Derek ends up throwing a whole bunch of picks in the end zone, we're going to be the first ones to criticize him. So I'm not, I'm not willing to, to back off of that. I think that that was – ill-advised I think that at times he trusts his receivers too much you know what I mean he got so comfortable with Crabtree and running that fade and doing all that stuff I think at a certain point you've got to I don't know he saw the guy here's what happened he saw the guy and you'll hear from coach Gruden here in a minute telling you this he he recognized that the safety was going to blitz he looks out to to Williams and he taps his helmet gives him the signal like I'm coming to you Right. And then, but clearly they weren't on the same page for what the route was. Right. Because right. watching the game, even you said, it looks like he gave up. Well, I don't think Williams gave up on it, but I don't think they were thinking the same no, thing. No. He was thinking back shoulder sure. or something else or was the, going or, on. There. Or he was just supposed to draw that guy into the corner because the, the play was going somewhere else. He didn't uh, know the right, play. That's, right. what, that's how I saw it. Okay. Because, again, he's not going to give up. You don't make the team by no, being a giver up. No, that's not him. No, that's no. not a Williams character there. So, um, all right. So, anyways, so those are just kind of a handful of our takeaways. Let us know what your big takeaways were in the game. Uh, let's get on to some of the players on the field. So, uh, this is really cool. So, you're going to hear from uh, from a handful of guys here. Uh, we've got uh, uh, DeAndre Washington, Mad Max Crosby. Max. Uh, who else? A uh, couple guys here talking about uh, – uh, this is the, the, the best line. We don't like them, and they don't like us. <laughs> Let's go, fellas. Let's go, fellas. Go today, man. Do it for each other. Play for the man to your left and to your right. We don't do what you do here. 
Good luck, man. Woo! Let's fly around, man. Yes, sir, let's do it. It's easy today, man. Robbery week. Ain't much need to be said. They don't like us, we don't like them. Pose the wheel often and early, man. I love that. Well, they don't like us. We don't like them. Pose our will often and early. That's That was good yep. stuff there. That was DeAndre Washington. Appreciate him. All right. Uh, also on the field, Mosh, uh, Ty Williams. You know, despite the one bad play by him and Carr right, right. collectively, uh, besides that, he had a pretty decent game, especially early on. Catches a touchdown, uh, and he was mic'd up for week two. And you know how much I love these mic'd ups. Oh, they're the best. These are the best. And and just listen to guys and girls. Listen to the just the intensity of the contact. I, I mean, I know they got microphones on their chest and people are punching the mics, but it's still, man, it just it's just so cool. Do it for each other. Play for the man to your left and to your right. We don't do what to do. Win. Hey, I'm gonna take one. I love when they sing along too. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, just the Yeah, DH. Let's go. Part two. Part two. Part two. I throw that thing up to you. You were nobody. All day. All day. <laughs> Love that. Hey, we all close. Swag on your fool. You can't cover me. You can't cover me. Okay. You can't cover me. Right, just snap. Backs it up. Throws middle. High touchdown with it. Touchdown back of the end zone. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. I can't wait to play him again. Good Lord, man. This can't get really frustrated, cool. though, because it's only week two, you know what I'm saying? Can't let it get to him. One game. That's how, when I was with the Chargers my my third year, we lost the opening four games and came back and went on like a 10-game, eight-game win streak. Such a long season. I think that's very important to draw a little perspective to what this game was. You know, you hear Williams right there. You know, it's a long season. We're one and one. Yep. We beat the Vikings this week. We're two and one. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this course can be corrected real quick. We expected an eight win football team. Now they're one and one. Like, you know, that's how you get to eight and eight. That's how you get to eight. And you know, Mosh, and I, I said this on Mondays with Mikey Murph this week, and I want to repeat it because I think that it's valid. Um, and it's a little bit of sticking up for myself. I get a lot of folks, especially on his channel, not as much here, but a lot on the Mikey Murph channel, people saying that like, oh, Murph, you're, you're Raider drunk and you're blind and you're an apologist and you're a bootlicker and you're all these things that, frankly, I take as flattering because, yeah, I'm a Raider fan. What do you want me to do? I root for the team. Um, but uh, I didn't have an expectation we were going to beat the Chiefs. So for those of you that are freaking out out there because we didn't, who's the bootlicker? Like, wh- who's got unrealistic expectations now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're out there freaking out going, I can't believe we did this, we did that. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Look. This is one of the best teams in football. Like, come on now. We, we hate the Chiefs. There's, we're unapologetic about that. But there, we can't deny Exactly. We, we can't deny that yes. that they're good. We all those years, all those years that 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 Pittsburgh did what Pittsburgh does 
in the 70s, we hated them. We hated them. I used to turn my back when that stupid Coke commercial would come on with Mean Joe Green. I drank Pepsi because of that. I'm serious. But that, but that's, there's no denying them. You know, we don't want to talk about the 90s. Oh, we don't, don't want to talk. I'm not going to even say do their that. names. Oh. I don't want I don't want to, I'm talking about donuts in the chat. I don't want to go to alfalfa sprouts. But there was no denying who the, you know, that team across the bay. Yeah, the late eighties. You know, too. there yeah, was there yeah. was there was no denying that. There was no denying yeah. that quarterback and that wide receiver they had, you know? Yeah. Come I, on. Yeah, it it's look, so it's I think that it's important that look, I I said also in this last offseason, I thank the Raiders for relieving me of the ex, the burden of expectation that I didn't think they were gonna do anything anymore after a four and twelve year. After I mean it was like no one expected that. So th- that's that's all so I mean, this this is far from like the end of the world here. Like we got a long season to go. You heard just heard it from Ty Williams. The Raiders are going to continue to compete. We competed very well against this team for a majority of the game, except for that one seven minute window. And yep. that one seven minute window costs us the football game. I'm I, not going to. I love. I did, love but. what. What and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I love Please. what just when Johnny says, you know, it's going to be even sweeter later on in this in 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 the course of how things run when we beat them the second time we play them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so I, I look, we got, here's the thing too, guys, and keep this in perspective. All right. So we're probably not a favorite to win this division. Most likely the chiefs are going to win our division, but the chargers are beatable. We know we can beat the Broncos. Yep. Right. So Pittsburgh is now off the map because Ben is out for the year. Yep. Right. Miami is an absolute joke. The Jets are going to be a joke now with Darnold being out. Like you start looking at like around the league. So the so who do we got? You got the the Colts are now vulnerable because Andrew Luck is retired. So you got like you know like you look at the Jaguars are out. You look at the other teams in the AFC. We're very very realistically a wild card team this year. I'm with and you. I, that's not like crazy fan speak. Like think about it. The other teams that were. You know, look at the freaking Jaguars were in the AFC Championship game and almost beat the Patriots a couple years ago. Look, like, now when you start removing the teams that out of the equation that are not the clear-cut division winners, you start looking at who else we're going to have to compete with. It's very realistic. We're going to have the, we're going to host the Titans in Oakland this year. We can beat the Titans. Like like come on. Like look, this there's is a reason not a lost we, season. We play the game. Because if, if we didn't play the game, we could look on paper and go, okay, these guys are going to win. But who knows? Hey, Bledsoe goes down. In comes Brady. You know? I mean, come on. Come on. What? Uh, Mahomes, do I do I need to remind everybody about 2016, Christmas Eve? Oh, my You know, uh, Titans fans and Raiders fans will always be connected through that. Yeah. You know, with the, with the, with the leg injury, come on. People are gunning for Mahomes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, 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 and everybody they play should have frog legs on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Mosh. All right. So, uh, all right. So, speaking of, how's this for a segue? Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Derek Carr, man. Uh, now I'm going to apologize for him for a minute. Uh, this week, he breaks. Ken, the not Ken, the snake, Ken Snake Stabler, uh, Kenny Thank Snake you. Stabler's all-time yardage record, Mosh. Uh, one of the definitely the, the the cool parts of the game. Twice. Twice. I was just gonna <laughs> say that in the most Raider fashion possible, he breaks the record. Then next play has a two-yard loss. 
and then has to break the play the record again. And so it took him three tries, but he broke the record, uh, and that was awesome. Uh, so let's listen to the play. Uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. Let's cue up Mr. Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romo. All Raiders in the first quarter, all Chiefs in the second. And a full gallop. That's Darren Waller, the tight end. Comes off a seven-catch performance. Gets his first catch in this one, and it goes for 16. Uh, and sneaks all the way across the field, and last week kind of came out of nowhere and had a big game, and you watch him. All right, there it is. So uh, uh, Derek Carr breaks the record. I love how, how they celebrated that. Yeah, Thanks. they totally missed it. Thanks, Jim and, and Tony. Okay. Man, did we get sick of Tony? Oh, my gosh. You I'm know, sorry. There was a love fest for Romo going on, yeah. but not in our house. Uh-uh, not nah, around nah, here. Nah, nah, nah. No, I didn't, I didn't really care for that. Um, you know, so I'm gonna read. I don't. I'm gonna stop in the middle of this segment, and I'm gonna read something here. Uh, I won't give out his name there, just out of respect for that. But someone says they appreciate my enthusiasm, but we are trash this year. No, we're not. Uh, I don't know what Raider team you've been watching over the past. Oh, I don't know, ten years. Um, if you think this is trash, then yeah, what did you, you think been? 2006 was, dude? Like, come uh. on now. Like, we are far from trash. Like, this team is not trash. This team is going to compete every single week. We're going to win, most likely, half of our football games. That ain't trash. So I'm going to push back on you there. Uh, and, and if you, you, know, you want to clarify that further, have at it in the chat or 909-345-3346, and we'll love to hear from you. But this team is not trash. So I, I, that kind of you know, riles me up there a little bit. I'm going to back. I can see that. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, uh, in terms of Derek Carr breaking the record, Mosh. 19,196 yards now uh, Derek Carr has to, to become the all-time passer for the, uh, for the Raiders, passing uh, the legendary Ken Stabler at 19,078. And then in third place is Rich Gannon with 17,585. Now, Derek's got a long way to go, though, to catch up in touchdowns. Uh, Derek has 124 touchdowns, and Kenny's got 150. But So I'm going to ask you this, Mosh. Is there a possibility Carr, he's already got how many on the on the season? He's got, what, four, right? Four. So uh, is there a possibility that he breaks Kenny's touchdown record this year also? He threw 19 last year. I don't see what's holding him back. We've got the receivers where we didn't have them before. So you got four going into two games. Man, when he lights up up the Vikings this week. There we go. You know, uh, and he and he doubles his existing. And when he throws four this week, write it down. <laughs> oh, are you going Mastradamus? Mastradamus said it. Ooh, Mastradamus says four touchdown passes for Carr this week. Now, I'm not like saying I'm not saying that that you know that there won't be a lot of other scores from the other team, but I'm just saying when he doubles what he's got already, and he's at eight after three games. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good call, Mosh. All right, so some other unique things about... <laughs> Running Bear just corrected me. What did he say? He said, sorry, Carr only has two TDs only. Well, three. He's got one to Williams this last game, and he had two in the Broncos game. In the Broncos game. game. That's what right? I thought. Is that right? Somebody check I don't us know. On. Somebody, anyway, somebody, go ahead. Somebody check us on that. He's got at least three. Uh, okay, so... Um, so his touchdown percentage uh, is 4%. That's lower than Kenny's of 6%. But listen to this. Kenny threw 143 picks. Carr's only thrown 56 interceptions. 
Like his interception percentage is, is way lower uh, than what Kenny is. And I'm not saying this to talk junk about Kenny. I'm just saying it's, it's a fact. And also cars sacks are going to on pace to be way higher. Uh, he is, uh, he gets sacked at, a uh, he's gotten 145 sacks on his career where Kenny, uh, got sacked 189. Now, you know, there's that offensive line of the Raiders of the seventies was absolutely legendary. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very, uh, highly noted that there were many times where Stabler would drop back and just kind of stand there flat footed and look around because there was no pressure because of shell and Upshaw and Beeler right. and Dalby. And you know what I mean? Those guys were just, you know, amazing, literally hall of fame. Uh, so anyway, so congratulations to Derek. Uh, you heard the play. Now, if there's any of you, if there's any remnants of you that think that Derek Carr are, is not and, uh, and, and isn't regarded as one of the great quarterbacks of the Raiders, well, I don't know. Let's just ask all the Raider great quarterbacks what they think of Derek Carr. Derek, congratulations. I'm breaking the record. He's had a marvelous career so far. You're not over. We're done yet. Keep it going. Hey, congratulations, Derek, for being the franchise leading passer in history. Today was a great day. You passed everybody's old record. Good luck, buddy. Hey, Derek. Congratulations on becoming the all-time leading passer in Oakland Raider franchise history. Gannon. What an amazing accomplishment. I'm proud of all your hard work, but most importantly for your leadership, for your toughness, and for your professionalism. What a great Raider. Hey, good luck this season, brother. You know I'll be watching. Derek, on behalf of the Stabler family, congratulations on breaking Dad's record and becoming the Raiders' all-time passing leader. We're thrilled for you, and know he would be too. Go Raiders! All right, he has only thrown two touchdown passes on the year. Yep. The chat confirmed yep. that. We appreciate that, guys, for keeping us. Right. See, they know more about football than we do. That's, That's right. why we have the chat. Uh, so there you heard from all the surviving Raider great quarterbacks, Flores, Plunkett, LaMonica, Gannon, and two-time veteran of Raiders fan radio, Alexa Stabler, talking about her dad, talking about Kenny She's Smith. one away from being a made woman. I know, right? How cool <laughs> is that? Yeah. And she's been on live. Like, we interviewed yeah. her live in person at the uh, Senior Bowl this year. Uh, and appreciate Alexa for, uh, for uh, sharing her time with us. Uh, yeah, so look, guys, I mean, if there's any doubt, I mean, this is what we always say. I don't defer to social. I don't want. I, I don't care what Twitter's opinion is of Derek Carr. <laughs> I care what Daryl LaMonica and freaking Jim Plunkett think about. It. You know what I mean? Like that's what carries weight in in my eyes. So, uh, anyways, great stuff from there. Um, Mosh, talk to me. <sighs> I almost put this in the respect segment. This is okay. pretty cool, but I can't put a chief in the respect segment. That would just be a little too my, nah, it's, as it's, as, yeah. uh, as uh, 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 Val Kilmer, as Doc Holliday famously said in Tombstone, "My hypocrisy only goes so far." <laughs> right? So, uh, so I didn't want to do that, but I will say it. Uh, I give I kind of respect Travis Kelsey for something here that he said. What did he do after the Chiefs and Raiders game? I get amped up going coming into a hostile environment like this, seeing everyone flicking you off, coming in on the bus and see a few people's cheeks you weren't trying to see, and you know it's just it's it's, it's football at its finest, man, and or, or pregame at its finest, and um, you know we're gonna miss that for sure. So shout out to everybody in Oakland for making it what it was. How how cool is that, man? That was cool. Isn't that cool? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Some cheeks, Some cheeks you didn't want to see. 
So they're giving him the old pressed ham on the bus. Yeah, on the way yeah, in, I man. love it. I love yeah, it. You good. know, the only thing that, that, that reminds me of, uh, of Phil talking about bringing Franco to the black hole. Oh, yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's Absol- so cool. Absolutely. So, you know, Oakland's a special place, man. And we're going to uh, we're going to talk a lot about Oakland itself and, and game day uh, a little bit later in the show. You know, guys, uh, this is the last Raider home game. Uh, this game against the Chiefs. Excuse me. This was the last Raider home game until we go in November. Like, that's crazy. Like, Jeez. I know. Like, this is the this is the tough part of our schedule. If we come out of this uh, relatively unscathed, look, if we come out of this with a 500 record, frankly, uh, I think that we're, we're, we're doing really good. So, uh, Raider Nation, we will see you at the next home game uh, against the Detroit Lions. Um, all right, so next up on the, the docket are the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Who? The Minnesota Vikings. I got 99 problems and the Vikes ain't one. Mosh, what do you got? So, wait, 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 wait. The Vikings beat the Falcons week one. Yeah. And then they got beat week two by the Cheeseheads. Yeah. They are one and one. Looks like we are. They were beat last week by arguably their biggest rival, and nobody's picking them to go beyond eight and eight. Sound familiar? Yeah. I ask, how many groups of Vikings fans did you see roaming around the draft? Oh, it was that um, one guy in the blonde I, pigtails. Yeah, I can answer that. None. <laughs> oh, they were there. That guy with the pigtails was there. But I don't remember seeing them meet up. I don't remember seeing them travel in packs. No. I don't remember seeing them chanting, Go Vikings! And I'm not worried about all those plastic, horn-wearing, saltine-eating, winter-bowling-league Viking fans creating an issue for us. I'm challenging everybody in Raider Nation, tune in, check out how many Raiders fans are going to be in their stands, put your feet up, watch the Vikings as they crumble in what will be known as the 2019 Twin City Meltdown. Ah, come on, Mosh. That's it, I'm out. Minnesota Poopers. This is Kevin, the Raider Nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! Raiders! We got Gorilla Rilla saying hey, that Uncle Marsh and Merck. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. Give me a pirate against a Viking any day. Right? Right? We got muskets and swords and what do they uh, got? Clubs and... I was reading there. I was reading today their uh, their injury report. Of course, ours is pretty lengthy too, but... Yeah. But they're... Man, their defense... And, and they do have... They do they got, have... A, they have a good defense. They're, and they know, got good wide receivers. And, and they Stephon got good wide receivers. Adam yeah. Are no joke. But, yeah. but they're... they're their whole uh, their list of all the people that were that didn't practice and are, are questionable and all that man it was I think there was I think there was nine people on it and seven of them were off their defense 
Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I, I, check me if I'm wrong, but I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. All right. So they're vulnerable, man. You know, uh, uh, Raider Ramon uh, sent out a really funny uh, text message to us. Or we have a group message between a lot of the, the made men. And and uh, he wrote, it was a picture of Kirk Cousins, and he's up against like a, like a mugshot thing. Right. And it says, local man accused of stealing $84 million from local football team. <laughs> That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins is no, uh, he's no Brett Favor. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, right. That's, that's for sure. All right. So uh, we heard from Travis Kelsey earlier talking about the uh, the uniqueness and the special uh, environment and atmosphere of Oakland. And uh, Mosh, there are some names that are just synonymous with Oakland. Okay. Give me one. Jack London. Love it. Give me another one. MC Hammer. Love it. Give me one more. Marshawn Lynch. Nice. Yeah, Marshawn, man. We hadn't heard from Beast Mode in a minute. And, uh, you know, Marshawn is just a national treasure. He's just awesome. Like, I got a little torqued up when he fought or protected, I should say, Marcus Peters. Sure, sure. Chica. I got a little wound up at, 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 at Marshawn then. But everything outside of that has just been awesome. And we hadn't heard from him for a while. As we know, he's retired, although he never announced his retirement. He just quit coming up or quit showing up to the to the practice facility. Um, but he's now, but he is officially retired, and he's making the rounds. And Marshawn is he's got a bucket list, Marsh, okay? And he's going around and he's doing things <laughs> that he's always wanted to do. Why not? When you got all the money in the world and you still got your health, and absolutely. And so he has been out and about, and so he went and. I don't know what the event was, whatever the latest NASCAR race was. He went and he drove the pace car at the NASCAR race, and he was interviewed by Dale Jr. And this is what I, I want to say about, we're going to play two Marshawn segments for you okay. guys tonight. And this is really funny. Marshawn was notorious during his playing career for not saying anything. Right, right, right. Yeah, like he was quiet. Like he got fined for not talking and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just have to All force right. him. Now that he's retired... He's Mr. Chatty Cathy out there, man. It's the funniest thing. So here's Marshawn getting interviewed by Dale Jr. You gave up some pretty good plans to come here today and stand around this heat to drive this pace car. I did, man. I did. Uh, but I mean, I think I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you are, man. I've done it myself. They give you some pretty good pointers early in the day to get you ready and ready. You ain't nervous at all? No, I'm not. The only thing that's wrong with it, I, only, I think I only get to go 45 miles per hour. I was expecting to put... Uh, uh, they call it put the pedal to the metal and uh, and really dry this thing, but I only get to go 45. Well, maybe after the race is over with, they'll let you take a few laps. I'll get in there and ride with you. We'll go around here as fast as you want. Oh, yeah, I'm with that. I say that. I think they told me that they get up to about uh, 180. I done done 180 before. I'm not going to say where, but, you know what I mean, I, I know what that feel like. So the one thing that I've noticed about you since you've retired from football is you're on this sort of quest or this bucket list item checking things off. Am I right about that? That's true, man. It, and it, it really, really come down to is I'm just trying to do shit I ain't never done before. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was the best. And so during this interview, he's wearing a Raider hat. Like, this is almost Raiders and pop culture uh, mm -hmm. that, we're, that we're getting into here. Uh, he's wearing his Raider gear, as he, and, he's, and he's still wearing, like, so as you mentioned, it's a billion degrees, but right, he's got, right. like, the, 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 you know, the, the oh, what do you call it? Like, like the, the, oh, the, the hood, the tight hood that comes oh, up over your yeah, chin. Yeah, yeah. Like you would wear in, like, cold weather playing a football game. 
And I don't know if that's part of like his fire suit because he's getting ready to drive the pace car or what. But anyways, and he's wearing a Raider hat. And he's just, he's the best, man. Like I said, he's a national treasure. So uh, another national treasure who is not a Raider, but Pat McAfee. Have you ever heard Pat McAfee? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the funniest guy. He's really funny. He's hilarious. So Pat McAfee, former punter for the Colts, now he's been making the rounds for years through different like you know talk shows been on dan patrick and 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 rich eisen and all that kind of stuff and he's always really funny well now he's got his own show so he's got the pat mcafee show nice and so he has marshawn on to interview so you got like this is gold to me this is podcast gold uh this is the pat mcafee show so all the credit to them i'm totally stealing your audio and replaying it here it is it is so good it's so funny and so let's listen to pat mcafee interview marshawn lynch that town though that you're from you stayed connected with this entire time most definitely loyalty seems to be the biggest thing in marshawn lynch's life it is is that why you went and played for the raiders you felt like you owed the well i mean i'm I grew up, you know, a Raider fan, but at the same time, um, I think it was more so the fact that, you know, the Raiders was leaving open. So I had the opportunity to, uh, well, I didn't know I had the opportunity, but I wanted the opportunity to play for the team before they had left. Because I had just did that over and over and over and over and over and you over and that. over and over. I just did that, you feel That me? interview? Yeah. Right, and run then- through a mother. And then, you know, I had to come uh, out of retirement. So, you know, I I felt I went and reneged on my word. But at the same time, it was for a reason. Like, the Raiders is finna leave open. And they were supposed to uh, have left um, this year. But it didn't fall through. So they played another year. But I would have been right on time with retiring again and, and the Raiders leaving. leaving. And it would have been off. that, you know what I mean? All right, we did what we had to do. Yeah. Now y'all can go in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had a team type <laughs> but I mean, you know, they're there for another year. Did you enjoy your time with the Raiders? I did. I did. Did? I you, did. You, you, it seemed as if you felt obligated to kind of rep for the city. It kind of felt like that. I mean, on the sideline, I got a chance to play in the Coliseum over there. Locker room's complete trash. Trash. It's a tough stadium. Mm. Feel like you're potentially going to fall through in a lot of places, <laughs> but the environment there is insane. They have a DJ that only plays Bay hits. I That's think. it. What's his name? Do That's you, it. Do you remember? Uh, damn. And that, and I just I just uh, went up there and got down with him. I don't. That's on I me. I can't remember the I name. I set you up for failure. No, nah, you ain't set me up for failure. Shit, I get hit in the head. We gonna put it like that. I forgot. <laughs> But the environment there is insane. It's, 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 they say it ain't nothing like the town. And I mean, the Raider, one of the, I mean, going to a Raider game, you going to experience that. I'm talking about from, from on the way to the game, entering to the yeah. stadium. I mean, they're in the stadium, yeah. all the way to leaving out that motherfucker. You going, you going, you going to get a, 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 a real dose of the town straight up. That's it. A real oh dose gosh. of the town, Mosh. I love Isn't that he guy. He's the best. Let's see what I'm talking about. Like he's uh, all of a sudden, like where did this come from? I know, you know we never saw this uh, side of him. Not like this. Uh. Uh-uh, not at all, man. I I love it, man. He's great, and uh, you know, and I love it that he's. You know, this is a guy that and clearly he gets it because he was a Raider for crying out loud and lives in Oakland. But you know, this is what we've talked about numerous times on our show that what Al Davis crafted, right, right, was a you know an environment and a 
mystique and a feeling. And from the time the bus pulls in, you go through the crowd, you onto the field before and on your way out as uh, that, that MRF or as, as Marshawn said, right? Like there is, it's very deliberate. It's very, everything is very deliberate and it's just the, and it's the genius of Al Davis. And I just love it that, that Marshawn uh, reflects that and, and his, his, his pride in the town and his pride in Oakland has always been on display. Uh, but to hear him talk about his pride also of the Raiders, like that was good. I loved to, it. That I was really, it. really, really good to hear. So, uh, man, we love us some Marshawn. All right, so Running Bear in the chat, Mosh, says that the Raiders are getting uh, more and more respect in the media. Uh, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of love around the Raiders. I think that the the ill will from 84 is definitely um, as, as reflected positively on 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 the Raiders. Uh, not just Raiders, but just the national media. I asked Bill Williamson about this when we interviewed him last week directly, and he didn't give me a straight answer, but... I, I think there is a lot of a different demeanor, don't you think, Mosh? Like the way that the team is being talked about, the way it's like we're giving a little, we're, or we're receiving a little bit more grace than what we have in the past. Maybe not so much from the fans, but from the media, it seems like they've got our back a little bit more, don't you well, think? Well, they're they're, everybody's seeing something a little bit different than what we've seen before. Uh, we're, we're seeing a, a whole new mindset. You know, Gruden was kind of, that first year was an experiment. You know, um, somebody in the somebody in the chat said, "You got to remember, 2016. We 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 won the first game, then the second game we got beat by Atlanta, and then we went on that fantastic yeah, run." Yeah. Okay, I think that was Coach that said that. But so, I think that there's, I don't think people are jumping ship. I think people are starting to just take notice and say, "Man, they got something there. There's that magic is back." You know, and it, it's it's what we haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, we, we, we had a rough year last year, you know, I mean, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. But yeah. I'm telling you, this year's not going to be like that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's there. And, and with that, more people are starting to say, you know, maybe, maybe they're not, they're not coming on board completely, but they're going, you know, they're, they're hedging their bets a little bit. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, They're going, yeah. well, I did say something good about the Raiders early yeah. on. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that yeah. idiot that we watched uh, uh, the other day, that. Tony Romo, oh, you know, I'm sure gosh. he'll when it when it when it comes out that you know, towards the end of the season when we're you know nine and three, you know, and he's going to go. No, I remember that one game they uh, lost, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but I knew they had it in them. I saw it in them then. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you know, uh, before we get so we're going to cover I, the next segment here is going to be about uh, the positivity in the media and a couple of really cool segments here. But I want to address the chat. Uh, Ron's in there. Full Metal Mexicans in there. Rev Raider Joseph Duran, Jose Obale. Hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Uh, Coach Davis is in there. Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Franklin eighty three is in there. A lot of talk about Jalen Ramsey and people are asking us. You know, what do you, you know, would you do it? What do you guys think about Ramsey? We kind of hit it at the top of the show, but I'll hit it real quick because I know our mics were kind of funky there for a yeah. minute. Uh, I'm all about the idea of draft picks are designed to acquire talent. And if you can acquire a sure thing that is a fit for your football team, then you do it. So I'm not a trade for everybody kind of guy. I've never, I'm with you. I'm I've always you. been a that. like build through your system, build through picks, build that. But if you can get a, you know, Jamal Adams, a Minka Fitzpatrick, who I know is already gone, but, or Jalen Ramsey, who are sure things for your first round pick. And it fits your team's needs. Like 
I'm all about it. And Malmash and I have a soft spot for Jalen Ramsey, number one, because he's a local kid. Uh, number two, because I used to work with his mom. She retired the day he got drafted. Right. You know, um, but like, so we've got, you know, not a direct connection, but we were very aware of what he was as a, as a, as a kid, as a high school player. And I mean, he lives or grew up 10 minutes from where we're recording right. this show. So uh, not anymore. Well, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. now he's living in a gabillion dollar house, I'm sure. In, in Duval. But, um, anyways, uh, yeah. So I, uh, uh, we, we were all about that. We're, sure. we're all about the, the, and I think that he'll fit. I think that, you know, look, if they're willing to take on a personality like 84, they're definitely willing to take on a personality like Jalen Ramsey. And I think that he'll mesh. I think him and Vegas go really good together. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So we're all about it. But again, uh, Jamal Adams, man. I, let me ask you a question. Let me, I'm going to go Coley off the rails here. All right. There's been a lot of discussion this week in the media about how the NFL is becoming the NBA in terms of the way that players are working themselves out of situations because they're not happy. So you look at you look at 84. You look at what Fitzpatrick did in Miami. Now you look at what Jalen Ramsey's doing. You look at what Odell Beckham did in New York, where the player is unhappy, so he creates, we'll call it a disruption for lack of a better term, but it creates an uncomfortable situation where it essentially forces the team to move on from him. And you had guys like Steve Young and some of the old school guys that are really coming out and saying that you can't do that to the NFL. That they, Okay. Then you have other guys that are saying, well, challenge the system a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. These guys are, you know what I mean? They're, they're dependent on their, their contracts. But so there's two ways to look at it. Where do you come out, Mosh, on it? I, I think that uh, I think it's always been there. I, I, I think the, the comparison of the two, I think that they're, they're apples and oranges when okay. you talk about the, the NFL and, and the NBA. But I think that, that you've always had the disruptive players. They're, they're, and, it, and it's you got to remember, you've got people that have got so much talent, you know, and, and a lot of times very little coaching on the emotional side of it, you know? Um, who knows what they who knows what they had when they were in high school or when they had when they were in college on hey you know all they hear is you're going to be great you're going to be great you're going to be great but this is how you deal with the fame this is how you deal with yeah. you know so yeah. so who's to say that i mean the, i i can go back and think of players that were always a pain in the butt you know, um, we had a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> well, look but, at T.O. Look what he did. Like yeah, he's like the at, standard of freaking disruptive players that try to get themselves out of situations. But so even before I'm with that, you. that's not new. Who was the king of "You're not bigger than the Raiders"? Hello, Al. Al, Al, yeah. You know how many people did he look get at Marcus rid of? Allen? Marcus Allen. There you look, go. Uh, Coach Gruden. Uh, you know, uh, sorry, that's true. You know, That's so it's true. always been part of what we do. It's always been part yeah. of our game. It's always going to be part of our game. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think the exposure is what's changed. I think that's ultimately what it is, is that, you know, we don't know what things were like in the 70s behind you know, the, the the closed doors of the facilities and whatnot, and the reporting was so much different. And so I think that it's just different in those terms. Although, I mean, but there are a lot of disgruntled players out there. Um, but ultimately, look, you know, they can be disruptive as they want, but ultimately the team decides what they do. And if the team decides that they can get a fair enough compensation for that player and that they can, you know, escalate the value that they they've got invested well then you know 
That's what they're going to do. So I don't think anybody's going to, you know, go backwards. You know what I mean? I don't think right, any right. of these teams are, are doing that. So anyways, all right, off topic there. Thank you, Mosh, for your input on there. And I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say in the chat room. All right, so. Speaking go- of money. <laughs> yeah, speaking of money, uh, the epicenter for, uh, for, for ec- economics in our country is Wall Street. And I mentioned about how the Raiders are getting a lot of love in the media. And uh, we're going to go to Good Morning Football, which we do – frequently because those guys are just so funny uh there's a new segment on good morning football they've been doing now for a minute and they call it wall streeters and this is peter schrager and kyle brandt and they're doing their impression of we'll call them under the influence amped up if you know what i'm trying to say uh boiler room type guys wall street type guys okay and so they've done this now a couple times that i'm aware of and neither one of them previously have been uh, Raider related. Well, now they finally did one that's Raider related, and so I wanted to play it, and it's so funny. So these guys are literally on the streets of New York, okay? Like marching. So picture this: marching around in the streets, like untucking their shirts, undoing their ties, <laughs> taking their jackets off, like they're wearing sunglasses, like they're just they look like completely out of is control. It, Wall Street. Is it on the YouTube? Yeah, you could Google it. I'm, you can find it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, so look for look for Wall Streeters on Good Morning Football. So this is Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt, and it's hilarious. Hey, welcome I'm back. Fired. Hey, I'm welcome fired. back, guys. This is a segment we call Wall Streeters, where we look at the stocks, the bonds, or the IPOs of the NFL and tell you if we're buying or we're selling. I, I told the assistant, I said, no more. Never mind the assistant. Okay, get so out of here. This is their assistant. <laughs> going out to the bay. We're going out to Silicon Valley. We're going out to Tech World. I'm getting hot. The Oakland Raiders. I'm they, hot, New York. They play on a baseball field, and they look like they went all nine innings and won the game last week. I love hot. the Raiders. Am I buying or selling without Antonio Brown? I'm buying. I am all in on this Raiders team. Do you You're know buying the like Raiders. when you get rid of something in your company that just wasn't working, but everyone else thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread? All the time. Sometimes you got to get rid of it. You yeah. focus in. You say, you know what we have here in this office? Joe in the cubicle. You know what? Maybe he does go to the same soup and salad place for lunch every day, but you know what? He does a pretty darn good job. That's what the Raiders had in office already. They need to bring in all the bells and whistles. I like this Raiders team. I like the quarterback, and I really like really? the coach. Listen they say, knock so on wood if you're with me. That whole thing, knock three times yeah, if you're with me. Wood. Yeah, I've been knocking a lot. I'm hey, in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I love the Raiders. I love Raiders. Oakland Raiders, LA Raiders, Vegas Raiders, refrigerators. I like watching Room Raiders. You take the black light to this company, you see a big old ship right on their shoulder. You see a stack of chips. They got a taller stack than Mindy Kaling in my weekly celebrity game. I can get you in, by the way. Big Blind's 8,000. But don't be blind to the Raiders. Get in now. They got everything that everybody with new money wants. They got an expensive white car. Nate Burleson told me that joke. Nate's got 50 jokes. Nate's got 50 jobs. Make 50 paychecks. One of these weeks, he'll actually earn them. But the Raiders will earn for you. Don't wait. You pa- Don't you pass them this now. And if you do, don't be calling me next week after their corporate conference with Kansas City. I'm busy next week. I got a squash tournament. I'm going wheatgrass tasty with my girlfriend's girlfriend. And I have court-appointed custody of the dog. By the Raiders. Get out of here. Uh, Get out of here. I'm going to Luger's. Go to Luger's. They don't even take credit cards. That's how cool we are. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the best. That's so funny. Okay, so the first episode of it, we got, you guys got to find it. It's not Raiders related, but Kyle tweeted it out there. Kyle Brandt, the second guy right. you heard in there. He goes, this is the one time that I've legitimately almost passed out on television. Because he's like, it's. I'm telling you, it's the funniest dang segment. So, anyways, uh, appreciate uh. Good Morning Football giving the Raiders some love there on their Wall Streeter segment. All right, someone who's never been short on giving the Raiders love 
is the Princess of Darkness, they call her. Come Mosh. on. Amy Trask. And so Amy Trask on CBS this week when doing their predictions, their picks uh, for the games. She's ride or die, Mosh. Yes, she is. Animal. All right, men, I have an announcement. Assuming that the stadium in Las Vegas is completed on time and that it's not delayed, this will be the Raiders' last season in Oakland. And as a tribute to those magnificent Raider fans in Oakland, I am ride or die with you at every home game this year. I don't care who the opponent is, ride or die, when the Raiders are at home this year, I'm picking the Raiders. Wow. Ride or die. Wow. And she got a girl. Ride or die. Ride or die. I love <laughs> Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, Uncle Mosh, there are two great ways to get in touch with the show. That is to email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, or you can uh, call us, 909-345-3346. If you do the phone call and get your message played three times, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman uh, here on the show. Uh, or if you email us an undisclosed uh, abundance of times, <laughs> we will name you a made person uh, in that fashion. And Mosh, we got three emails tonight. You want to uh, you want to share Sure. It? Uncle Murph. Uncle Murph. Uncle Murph. Does Murph, that make sense? No. It says Murph. Uncle Mosh. Swag. I was bothered because you got top billing. Murph. Uncle oh. Mosh. Swag Jeff and Raider Nation. Great game Monday with the exception of the season ender for Abram. It was a great night. The fact that he played most of the game with that injury is a testament to that young man's toughness. A true Raider. Of course, it goes without saying that we're all thankful for Conley leaving on a backboard turned out to be precautionary. It was good to see that all the talking heads on the idiot tube were up to their usual rants regarding the Raiders' inability to stop the vaulted Denver donkey defense. How were they going to handle Miller and Chubb? Miller and Chubb, Miller and Chubb, Miller and Chubb is all we heard. That and how tough the donkey's defense was. Well, I guess they were right. A great defense did show up, and it wasn't the one named after a soda pop. The talking heads were partially right about Miller and Chubb, except the stars were Colton Miller and Trent Brown. For those of Raider Nation that jumped the gun and bought an 84 jersey, Raiders 1967 on YouTube, the guy that posts the nation, the nation capital construction updates, suggests taking a Sharpie to it to edit Brown to read Clown. My favorite idea, though, is to give the Sharpie testament, tr excuse me, to give the Sharpie treatment to the four to turn it into a one and honor a true Raider legend. Maybe this, the lesson here is not to buy jerseys until they have some history as a Raider. The last jersey I bought was number 52. No, not that one. Kirk Morrison. Ah, nice. Here's to a great game against the Queefs and the much-criticized Derek Carr breaking Snake's career passing record. Also, keep in mind, every game Chicago loses gives the Raiders a better draft pick at the Las Vegas 2020 draft. Raider Nation forever, Frank from NorCal. Nice job, Frank. Appreciate the, uh, the email from NorCal. Hey, Murph. 
Mosh, Jeff, and Raider Nation. Before I get down to business, I have to say, Swago, where did it all go wrong? After hearing your song last week, we can all agree <laughs> you should be singing duets with Adele. Oh, that was pretty funny, by the it way. It was really good. Really he did funny. a great job. Yeah, he did. Petition to get you on the Super Bowl halftime show? Question mark? Exclamation point? Anyway, after... <laughs> if we do a Super Bowl show this week... Oh, oh yeah. Not this week. This year? Yeah. That would be pretty funny. We'll do a halftime... Uncle Mosh and I, if you, have, if you missed our Super Bowl show... This last season, we did uh, the day of the Super Bowl. We did a Raiders Super Bowl show, and how funny would that be if we did that again? But then had Swag do the halftime show. Do the halftime show. That would be. We'll put funny. a little like we'll like set up sparklers and stuff. <laughs> we'll get him out there in a in a. In a I want him in a jumpsuit. <laughs> Q dog. Okay. Anyway, after the heartbreaking loss this Sunday, I encourage the nation to calm down. As much as we hate to say it. We lost to one of the best teams in the league based off of one quarter. The talking heads, heads want to talk about who we need to pick up this week to fix problems. Yeah, the secondary wasn't great, but Mahomes is a good quarterback. Who could tear apart most secondaries? Carr threw two interceptions, but hey, Kenny Stabler threw more interceptions than TDs in his whole career. Well, not quite. We just covered that. Was, I'm just reading the email. No, 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 no. I know. Just, <laughs> but you're right. And I'm not correcting to be a jerk. I'm just saying it was it was close. Kenny threw 150 TDs and 143 picks. So it was, so it was almost one-to-one. Yeah. Keep calm, Raider Nation. We lost to a great team. On to the next one. Joe in Preston, UK. Nice job, Joe. And then, of course, evening, fellas. Hope you're well. So, week one was better than week two. Did you really think it could have been any different? As much as it pains me to say, the Chiefs are pretty strong, and Kermit is a freaking good quarterback. Certainly better than Joe Flaccid at the Donkeys. Oh, my gosh. I still don't <laughs> see the Chiefs going all the way through, though. As the joke goes, who's the fat guy in red and white that you don't see after December? Yeah. Nope, it's not Santa Claus. It's Andy Reid. That's it. Looking back over the game, there were times when we could have gotten ourselves back into it and made things a whole lot more interesting. The miscommunications were frustrating. The stupid penalties got annoying, and their injuries we kept picking up were scary, particularly to Josh Jacobs, Terrell Williams, and Trent Brown. We don't want to be without any of these guys going forward. That being said, I do think the Chiefs are in a position at the minute, at, at this minute, where they can... <laughs> Keep them at arm's length once they go ahead in a game. As Watts Raiders said in the excellent pregame and postgame videos, they score points quickly, so when you get chances, you have to take them. They adjusted to us after the first quarter, but we couldn't adjust to them. Congratulations to DC on passing Snake's record. A huge honor for him, and the guy has handled it with huge dignity and reverence to all the QBs that went before him. A real mark of the man that he is. Murph had a really interesting question on Mondays with Mikey and Murph. With everything that's happened over recent weeks in the AFC Championship game, throws up a Chiefs versus Patriots matchup, who would Raider Nation want to win? Personally, I'd still side with the Patriots because I hate the Chiefs more. Yeah, baby! There's always going to be the tuck rule and a few other reasons to dislike Belichick and company, but Everything about the Chiefs is offensive from their stupid Arrowhead logo, <laughs> dumbass Chiefs kingdom, and Ronald McDonald uniforms. Yeah, it would still be the Patriots to win for me. Of course, 
the better solution would be the Raiders avenging the tuck rule and everything else by knocking the Patriots out of the playoffs ourselves. And who knows what's going to happen. There's a number of quarterbacks picked up, excuse me, there's a number of quarterbacks picked up injuries this week, including Big Ben in Pittsburgh. So let's focus one game at a time and see where that takes us. I think we said that earlier. Onwards to the Vikings in a big road win. Thanks as ever for your work, fellas. It's always appreciated. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Egerton from Shopshire, Mississippi, Pauly Award winner, 2019, Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, and one-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul. Woo. Telling you, I love it. Paul always brings it from Shropshire, Mississippi, which is uh, west of Birmingham. Great job. So he brought up the uh, the uh, the question I asked on Mondays with Mikey Murph, and I I'm going to ask this for the for really the rest of the crowd because I got a feeling I already know what Mosh's answer would be. But the the idea that it's even a consideration, I think, is is worth noting. Now we have long held to the idea that if you're going to root for a team in the playoffs you're going to root against your division rivals because your division rivals keep rivals, rivals, your division rivals keep you from winning much more frequently than anybody else. So if the Chiefs, Chargers, uh, uh, or, or Broncos are in the playoffs, you root for them to lose first before you root against the Patriots, the Steelers, or anybody else. So here's my question. I'll ask you, Mosh. I know what your answer could be. I'll ask you anyways. If the Patriots and Chiefs meet in the AFC Championship, which looks very likely, would you even consider no. rooting for the Chiefs? No. No. I didn't think you would. No. Uh, can't. I don't I, think I, I would either, but, the, but just the idea that I would even consider it tells you how egregious this last incident was with this, this player and that team, and it's just... It's bananas. It's just bananas. Tell me, chat room, who are you going to root for? I know a lot of you hate the Patriots, and I don't blame you. And I and the, and the answer is always that I get from, from those people would say, well, the Patriots kept us from winning a championship. Yeah. Well, what do you think the Chiefs do every year? <laughs> what do you think the Broncos and Chargers do every year? They keep you from winning a championship every single year, not just one time. So it's, it's a, you know, that's why I always say uh, root against your rival first. All right. Uh, um, so to call the show three times and, and leave a message, uh, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman. And the made man of the made men is Aaron, the Q dog Raider. And uh, Mosh, we're going to go to him first. And you know, Mosh, this call may not go the exact way you think it might be going. Oh, he's always good for a good call. Greetings, Murph. Consigliere Marsh, Underboss, Sonny, Lil Murph, Swag Jeff, Sergeant at Arms, the Big Raider Trucker Nation. It's your cop and the Q-Dog Raider coming to you from the great state of Texas. Well, looks like our Raiders fell back to earth in a harsh way last week. Uh, you know, there was a second uh, quarter collapse for the ages, if I say so myself, against those uh, pesky Chiefs. However, there were a few men that were actually committed to excellence based upon their play on the field this past Sunday. Now, other than a few uh, glaring weaknesses in his game and pass coverages, I have to give a, a little bit of respect to Tyre Whitehead. The man brung it. Uh, Benson, Mayoa, I mean, he's a sack machine compared to the defensive ends we had to witness last season. Now, Josh Jacobs, um, man, he's who we thought he was. But for all his efforts, he's busted up and questionable for next week's game against the Vikings. And Trent Brown. Man, he's all the man that we thought, you know what I'm saying, he'd be at our right tackle. And we paid handsomely for him. So uh, 
you know, good returns on the money invested. Partial credit goes out to Tyrell Williams for catching the lone TD pass. Plus, listen, Darren Waller, I'm telling you, he's making a brother say, Jared, who? Now, on the other hand, we had some inconsistent performances from Chucky and, of course, Carr for not sticking to the game plan that got us ahead 10 to nothing early. Then there were some flat-out piss-poor performances, and the role includes Colton Miller, Ryan Grant, Hunter Renfro, Marcus Joyner, Darrell Wally, Garyon Conley, Carl Joseph, and Paul Gunther for making zero adjustments in the second quarter. But However, he was able to get the ship right in the second half. What went wrong? Anyhow... Somebody fell out a missing persons report, and yes, I'm going to have to put this person, Arden Key, on it. I mean, it was another preseason of talking this cat up, man, but you know what? All the things that they said that, you know, this guy might be coming out of LSU, he's starting to show the inconsistency, the lack of performance, the lack of tenacity. Man, I'm telling you, man, this guy literally had zero statistics for this past game, and he only recorded um, uh, an assist on a tackle the week before. He's clearly being outplayed by Mad Max Crosby. Now, there was a, a poll that was taken about uh, the first to worst stadiums in the NFL, and guess who came in last, baby? That's right, the turd bowl that is, the Oakland Alameda Coliseum. It doesn't matter who came in first, but they give out a whole bunch of reasons why this was a baseball facility that has a large capacity for baseball but low for football. Listen, I'll see you all in the, uh, the tailgate zone whenever we get together for the uh, Lions game. And the hit list, of course, we're going to have to put Jonathan Cooper on it to make way for Richie Incognito. Uh, glad to have him, but he's going to bring the nasty to the 53. Now, listen, I mean, this guy was ready to pop the trunk at his father's uh, funeral, so I know he's ready to go ahead and mix it up. So that's pretty much all I got, man. Respect goes out to, you know, the, the fam, you know, B-Dog in the pasture, Mojo Raider. Google Voice has... You shot me! You know, it's not often, if not ever, that I get claimed by Google Voice, but I'm looking for you, Google. Anyhow, I wanted to make sure that I gave proper respect out to uh, B-Dog and the Pastor Mojo Raider, Watts Raider, Sugar Shane, Raider Homer, Splatterhead, Potts Fitz, His Lordship Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Patch Rev Raider, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Running Bear, and Ron from Alliance. Root. You know, you know, Google, Google, Google Voice took an L right there. Google Voice, Google, <laughs> Google Voice. We didn't even know he was on. He was on the hit list. I don't know that Google Voice is is defeated, but Google Voice is wounded for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Google Voice will think twice about stepping to the capo. You don't step up. and You don't oh, stop the capo. Gosh, that was the best. Oh, that was Aaron, too funny. Good job, Aaron. Aaron, you're the best. All right, so. Uh, we mentioned last week that uh, you know we were going to have Kappa was going to have his eight. You know what I mean? That we weren't going to uh, we we're going to we we're going to kind of whittle down see of fans to eight calls. Yep. And uh, so we we've done that this week. So thank you to all of you uh, that, that that called the show this week. Uh, and so, but we've just got to narrow it down. So we've got the eight. Now there are two guys that we're going to put on the exempt list. So technically, we have ten calls uh, tonight uh, because Sonny. I didn't want to. I don't want to. I didn't want to uh, displace anyone for Sonny or Greg. Right, they're kin, like they're family. They get on kind of no matter what. Well, Greg's got a, he's got a job. You know, he's running the fantasy. He's running the fantasy football and, league, yeah, and, and Sonny's a founding father. Yeah, you know? so, hey. they, so so they didn't they didn't uh, they, they, they didn't move anybody out. Uh, so we're going to still have our ten calls, but we're going to get to Sonny and Greg first. I got four things to say. Number one, the other day I sold some baby onesies. They were Raiders apparel. The guy said he's a Raiders fan. I go to meet him. I give him the clothes. He gives me the money. I say, man, it sucks about Abram, huh? 
He says, who's Abram? Oh. So I slapped him and took the clothes back. Number two, <laughs> the chiefs, the chefs, are ketchup and mustard because of their uniforms. Does that make us the Oscar Mayer wieners? Because we certainly weren't winners. Number three, the Raiders looked really good in the first quarter. Their offense was efficient. Their defense magnificent. Then Kermit the Frog, with his curly hair, sipping tea on a log, went John Elway's quarterback cheat mode on us like Shaquille O'Neal Duncan on Arvita Sabonis. And finally, I leave you with a poem. Roses are red. Violets are blue. We all thought Todd Downing's offense was going to be great, too. What the? <laughs> I miss that guy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Good job, Sonny. Look forward to catching up with him. And uh, and, and you'll get a chance to, all of those, those of you listening, will get a plenty of chance to see Sonny uh, when, we, uh, when we get together at the, uh, the game in November. That's right. Man, the chat is having a blast with with. Uh, with with Capo with, taking with Capo. out Google? Uh, Running Bear says Google just got Capoed. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I like love it. that. Yeah. I love that. It's so funny. Uh, 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 just too funny. Google yeah. Voice got a cap in its ass for thinking it's bigger than the Capo. <laughs> that was Running Bear as well. <laughs> Nicely done. All right, good stuff. All right, so uh, so as we mentioned, uh, the other one on the exemplist is Greg, and he's going to give us an update on the Raiders Fan Radio Fantasy Football League. Hey, fellas. Caller Greg from Tennessee here calling in with a Raider Fan Radio Fantasy Football update. Leading the way this week was with 130 points was tied to Raider, uh, and there's three... 2-0 undefeated teams, tied to Raiders 2-0, Scottish Raiders is Kevin. We got two Kevins, by the way. And my Tecmo Bowl Raiders. That's all I got for you. Over. <laughs> A short, sweet, and to the short, point. He is not point. going to get Googled. No, absolutely. Because I know him. He has no guns. <laughs> And I've and I've offered plenty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so, hey, huh. he's a made man. Oh, that's we right. Forgot. We don't have time. I, we're kind we of running go. short. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, we'll get to Greg next time. Uh, so thank you uh, to, to the to the eight to, to all of you that have called the show. But here we are. We're going to get to our uh, to the great eight. We're going to call you uh, the the uh, the Mark Wilson, the Ray guy, uh, the eights. And uh, so here we go. First off, we're going to hear from Deuce, a new caller to the show. Murph. Unk, Swag Jeff, what's going on, gentlemen? This is Deuce. The super is kind of subjective, so depending on who you ask. Anyways, I just finished watching um, my 141st one of your show. The first time I'm giving you guys, gentlemen, a call. Um, just wanted to mention before we completely get past that, um, that dude, just wanted to mention a lot of people get upset about we lost a third and a fifth. I personally think it's a well-west investment. How often do you get a chance to cut, make an example of a superstar and helping to build, uh, what should we say, um, our dynasty coming up? So um, I just wanted to see if you could put that out there for me. No big deal, man. Y'all have a good one. Absolutely, Deuce. Appreciate the call. Yeah, great take. You know, Mosh, there is a such thing as addition by subtraction. You know, and yes, it sucked that we lost a third and a fifth and the value of that. But I mean, when you really think about it, what does a third and a fifth equate to? It's a real big crapshoot on whether those guys are going to make the team yep. or not uh, on the fifth and then on the third on whether that's most likely a depth type player. Uh, usually your, any of your starters are going to come in, in, the, in the first and second round. So, so great take, Deuce. Man, appreciate the call and uh, definitely call us back. All right, Mosh, uh, we call him the historian. Some call him Dead Scrolls Steve. Dead, dead, dead Sea Scrolls Steve. 
Steve. That, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh, Houston Raiders, Steve. Murphy Mosh, Houston Raiders, Steve, the historian. Thanks so much for the sizzler. Uh, man, up there in Kansas City all week, it's been Raiders week. They get all pumped up, radio talk shows, talk about the rivalry, Ben Davidson, uh, Otis Taylor fight. Man, it's, it's like the Hatfields and McCoys up there. And I just want to quote the poet, uh, Welsh poet Dylan Thomas. He says, do not go gentle into that good night. This, this poem instructs us to burn with life, implores us to live boldly and to fight. Boy, I tell you, I can't remember all the Raider great games between the uh, Chiefs and us. Man, it's going to go, it's going to be a full 60 minute football brawl. All, you know, you know what to the wall. Anyway, all I can say is the Raiders are back, baby. It's a statement game. Let's show the league. We're on point. We're on notice. We've been building up to this point through our draft and our trades and everything just so we can knock off the Chiefs. So let's go out and get a win. And now Davis says, just win, baby. The Raiders are back, baby. Go Raiders. All right. Go Raiders, Steve. Unfortunately, it wasn't, it was a statement, all right, for three quarters. Uh, we, we missed uh, seven minutes of that second quarter there, but that's okay. Uh, we'll have another shot at them, and I don't think it's going to completely derail our season. Appreciate nope. the call. Uh, so, Mosh, I think this is first time caller. Now, we've had this guy on as a guest before, and I've actually guested on his show, which is called Philosophy Kings. Uh, and this is a really fun call. This is great. This is our buddy Iceberg, and uh, this is him walking in to the Oakland Coliseum uh, this past Sunday. Yo, this is Iceberg, the comedian. Episode 59 is coming back to take in with everybody. Yo, I'm three for three right now. I'm at the Chiefs game. Ready to go four for four. Watch out, everybody. I love you guys. I welcome the family. Hey, we might be moving the capital. That's all it is. Love the nation. Love you guys. I hope my host. Get his hand taken off. Good night. <laughs> awesome job. I love that. What he just said right there is legit. And that's like tagline t-shirt quality. Raider Nation, we're just moving the capital. That's freaking yeah. good, man. That was really good. Nice job, Iceberg. I uh, appreciate you calling the show. All right, next up is a uh, guy we haven't heard from in a while, Mosh. We're kind of going, going in the Wayback Machine here uh, and love it. We're going to hear from our buddy Junior in San Diego. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Junior from San Diego. Junior the Raider. But, um, devastating loss, but come on, guys. You really think we're going to win against them? I mean, they're, they're most likely going to be up there with, uh, Patriots. But, uh, anyway, very, really disappointed in, uh, my secondary. I mean, I wish Abrams was there, but geez, he's not. But, uh, Ramsey and, uh, Minka, what do you guys think about that? Ramsey's asking for a trade for Mika. They're looking for a trade, and uh, we didn't really see Waller this game. I don't know if he was covered, but geez, Mayoya, what we'll see, Arden, what we'll see. Um, I mean, anyway, on to the next. Hope you guys are blessed and uh, go Raiders. All right, good job, Junior in San Diego. Appreciate the phone call. Yes, sir, we are blessed. And Benson Mayoa is currently your defensive MVP. Go figure. Uh, I don't think anybody would have had that one pegged. All right, uh, Uncle Mosh. So we have uh, we have no new made men tonight, uh, but I, I do want to at some point have you give us an, an updated, if you won't mind, if you want to do an updated version of the list. Uh, and then this guy, this caller, is now number two, and uh, we're going to hear from our buddy Raider Trucker Dan. You want hey, the up- Murph. Oh. 
Go ahead. You want to do the list now? You asked me to do the list, and you play well, play over me. I, that was my, that was my bad. My timing was funky on that. I'm Man, sorry. Man, and we talked about this. I one. know, huh? My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> Jimmy Zebach, hardcore raider. Johnny in San Diego. Chuck Splatterhead McCann. Ron in Alliance, Ohio. Alaska Raider, the Dakota Raider. Aaron, the Q Dog Raider. Red in Yakima. Jim from the East Coast. Yayo in Jersey. Big Raider Trucker. Wyoming Raider. Diego in Georgia. Running Bear in Tulare. Mojo Raider. Junior in San Diego. Beto, you know the city. <laughs> James in Arkansas. Monster Mash Ken. Raider Rue in Utah. Eve Dog. Houston Raider Steve, Jesse and Kentucky, I can't read my own writing. B Dog in a past year in Texas, Max in San Diego, Rev Raider, Raider Juan, Patch, Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, UK, 24 Carat Kev, the Cool Ass Raider, One Nation Jeff, Chucktown Raider, Haley and Scotton, Lino the Full Metal Mexican, Central Valley Raider, RBK Raider, and Coach Davis. Nice. Good job, Mosh. Appreciate you running that down. And thank you to all of the made men and made women out there. And speaking of that, we just saw uh, Kevin the Raider Nerds popped into the chat. Welcome, Kev. And I uh, appreciate him. Uh, Deuce just showed up, too. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Well, welcome in, uh, guys. And uh, uh, we're just winding down the show. Got a few more calls to get to. Hey, hit those like buttons. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't likes. hit the dislike yet, but I'll get it before the game's over. Yeah, okay, yeah. We always get <laughs> at least one thumbs down from Mosh, and then all the rest of you, hopefully, uh, yeah, like it, subscribe to it, uh, all that good stuff. In fact, shout them out, Mosh. Shout out the chat. Oh, man, everybody's here. Ron, uh, Kevin, Full Metal full metal Mexican, Pirate 1975, Just Win, Johnny. Let me go back a little bit. Blake, 4311, Super Deuce. Uh, where am I at? Did I did I forget anybody? It's hard uh, to Sugar, you Sugar Shane, uh, Pirate nineteen seventy five. I may have already said that. Jesse Rosales. Uh, man, everybody's here. A lot, everybody's lot, of, lot, of, lot of action. We're in fired the chat up tonight. About it. Appreciate you guys uh, joining I patch. us. Live. I patch with his one good eye. And Fra- <laughs> <laughs> Franklin eighty three. They're all here. Uh, Sugar Shane, here. come on. I right, appreciate y'all. All right, let's hear from Trucker Dan. Hey, Murph. This is uh, Raider Trucker Dan calling at Little Rock, Arkansas today. I listened to the Raider game on the radio because I had to drive today. And uh, I was at the game against Denver. That was a good win. Car didn't look as crisp this time. That interior rush of Chris Jones beat our backup guards. Car got sacked three times a day. And uh, uh, I think Kerm Brown's fine. I don't think he's really hurt. I think they just pulled him out just because it was meaningless at that point. I think he'll be fine. And we're getting Cognito back next week. But Mahomes was special tonight. I mean, today he was on fire in that second quarter. I've never seen such a great quarterback playing one quarter like that. It's amazing. But, uh, you know, we just got to rebound, look at the film, make the corrections, get better. I really think we need to add another safety because our safeties could not cover today. Uh, too bad we weren't able to use our rookie safety since he got hurt for the year, but, but you know, it's the way it is. You know, Carr turned over the ball in the red zone on a poor throw to Williams there. I mean, I like that we got up to a 10 nothing lead, but we just weren't able to maintain it. We got out of sync. But the penalties, the penalties hurt our offense and a few turnovers. Um, you know, I think sometimes Carr is trying to audible too much and it's causing the team to, you know, do a false start. Uh, so hopefully, you know, Carr will work on not overthinking everything. Um, but, uh, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll dust our feet off. I hope they find a way to get Keelan Doss more involved in the offense because I think he's better than Ryan Grant. 
you know, we'll see what happens. But I'm just a fan. I'm not the coach. But, hey, we got Minnesota next week. They lost. They're coming off a loss, too. So, hopefully we can bounce back and get the win. I, I like our run defense, so I think I like our chances going to Minnesota and getting a victory. Let's, let's get it done, Raider Nation. Hey, we're one and one The Chargers lost as well today. So it's not too bad of a loss in that sense. So go Raiders. Let's bounce back and get to 2-1. and one. Raider Nation, we're still in it. Let's get better. That team we just played is the best offense we'll face the whole year, unless we make playoffs and play New England. I can't wait to continue to get better and see how we do when we go to Arrowhead. Until then, let's focus on Minnesota. Let's learn from this and get better, and I think we will. Go Raiders. Let's get to 2-1. and one. All right, nice job. Yeah, it was. Appreciate that, Trucker Dan. Yeah, so, Mosh, we're 1-1. One one. We're tied for second place. Like, how bad is today? And we lost to a Super Bowl favorite. Like, right? come on. We're, we're good, Raider Nation. Hang in there. Uh, all right, so, uh, uh, man, one of my favorites, and, uh, and I always I, – you're all my favorites. You uh, always we, say that. We love everybody, but, uh, you know – Rev Raiders one of them really is a, just a fun caller, uh, and so let's hear from him. What's going on, Murph and Uncle Mosh, Young Swaggo? This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Just want to give my thoughts on the game, man. Um, in the words of John Gruden, I need better effing execution. <laughs> you know, back to the six P's, proper planning prevents piss-poor performance. I love that. Yep. I mean, if you looked at film... You know these guys like going deep. So in the second quarter, what were they thinking about? <laughs> like even Tony Romo, he was saying they're going on motion to try and confuse you, and that's exactly what they did. He called it right before, and then they go deep on him. You know, not getting off the field with third down, unacceptable. I mean, third and 20 in and they stroke is deep, like, that's crazy. Like, what was the secondary doing? Well, mainly the safeties. You can definitely see, I think we were definitely missing, um, Jonathan Abrams because that, like, that, I, I think he would have took some hits on Kelsey, you know, and Kelsey would have thought twice about some of the catches that he was making, even some of the other receivers, you know, he would have laid that wood to him, you know, but overall, honestly, from what I saw, we can beat the we can beat the Chiefs, you know. If we execute the way we're supposed to execute, the way I know that the Raiders can execute, we can definitely beat the Chiefs, man. Um, also, I definitely like e even on offense, the wide receivers. It just didn't seem like they were aggressive enough. They need to be more aggressive, and I hope Jude, um, John Gruden chews them out about that too, you know. Um, I was I was watching all these things about Jalen Ramsey. It would be cool. I, I don't really see us doing that or trading for him. I mean, if we did, it would definitely be a dope look. And we definitely have the money to pay him, you know, since we got rid of um that other clown, you know. So we got a little <laughs> cap space to pay him if need be. So that would be cool if it happened. Uh, but just looking forward to the next game. I think we got a, a prime opportunity to do that. The way we've been to beat the Vikings, the way we've been stopping the run, I think we're going to be some good competition for uh, Dalvin Cook. And if we if we're going to leave it in the uh, hands of Kirk Cousins, he's no he, he's he's known to buckle under pressure. You know, if we apply the pressure, you know, we're going to bust those pipes. So secondary got to step up, and the D line got to apply that pressure to him. But uh, that's all I got. And I'll talk to you guys. Love the show as always. Peace. 
Oh, Rev Raider, let me tell you. So your call was great as usual. And the chat is killing it. They're all talking. That call was exactly two minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah. Google Voice gets you at the three-minute mark. And everybody in the chat is going, dead man walking. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I loved. I loved. Uh, Full Metal Mexican. Google Voice is like that creepy old guy in the clinic who keeps on asking if you got any breath mint and farts every time he asks. <laughs> Running Bear says Google is stalking in the bushes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Rod gave him an MVP. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, that's funny. Re- Y'all are the I best. think Rev's got his watch on it, man. He knows. He knows. Oh, Too oh funny. man, that was great. Great job, Rev. A great job, chat room, man. Pet says, I learned my lesson last week. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Shane, I'm hearing the Jaws theme now. As it was, it was creeping up. Only our chat keeps a watch on people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all crack us up, man. Too funny. Uh, All right. Next up, you know the city. Raider Beto, you know the city. So, anyway, football season's back as I am. So, we won last week against the Broncos. I'm not really surprised. All right. Well, hold on. I, gotta, I know offense, we're running along, right? I got to tell you this. Beto apparently needs to replace the battery in his smoke alarm. And as soon as when I was doing voicemails today, right. I do it with the, the monitors up in the studio here, right? So I do it with all, with all the sound up. So I'm hearing it, and I'm going, oh, crap. Man, now that's going to be bleeding through, and I got to get up and go. So I stop it, and I'm walking around the house, and I'm listening for it, and it doesn't beep. And then I come back over here, and I start listening to it again, and it beeps. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. So I get up and I'm like, thanks, Beto. Yeah, I know the city. Buy a nine volt, bro. Later, Beto. You know the city. So anyway, football season's back as I am. So we won last week against the Broncos. <laughs> I'm not really surprised. And they have a really bad offense and their defense is dying. It's dying. You have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb and Chris Harris. That's about it. So anyway, back to the point. We lost against the Chiefs. Okay. It was a pretty bad loss. 28 to 10. Almost scored a touchdown and a field goal. But here's the silver lining to this. For three quarters, we shut out the Chiefs' defense. But at the same time, they scored 28 <laughs> points on us. That's not good. We had a, our corners are not very good. Conley got trashed, and I kind of expected it because, you know, he's coming off an injury. Um, everyone's saying they're jumping ship off Derek Carr, and last week, y'all were kissing his ass. So make up your damn mind. I believe Carr, this, I liked what Carr did last game. He jumped over, you know, trying to get the first down, and I saw that grit in Carr. Granted, he did a dumb, oh, I want to say it was his fault. He killed some oh, I know, right? Because he didn't really get that push off in the end zone interception. Uh, the second interception, I was on the rest, you know, trying to do as dirty as he always do. But anyway, upcoming this week is the Vikings. I'm going to be at that game. It's, it's on my birthday. Hopefully they win, you know. Um, <laughs> But this is going to be a tough game. I do not expect. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, but I'll be very surprised if they win. Cause this is a tough game. The main thing is they got to protect Carr. They got to stress the damn field. I didn't see a lot of stress in the field. I did. Well, it's not that good. But we got to stress the field. You got to score points as much as we can because the Vikings offense is pretty decent, pretty good. The defense is the thing that's better with the Vikings. So we will have to see what we do. Is We're one and one. It's not like we're in week 13 and we're 2-14 or whatever. Or, you know, and the season's gone up trash. It's 1-1. One one. Calm down, everybody. By the bye week, we are 3-5 and five or 
one in five, we'll see. And start complaining about car then. But meanwhile, calm down. So anyway, go Raiders. Oh my gosh, the chat is on fire tonight. I, I love you guys, man. So that's, I'm just going to read them down. So this is this is what Mosh. If you ever if you ever wonder why Mosh and I you hear us giggling off 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 mic or off camera during your calls, it's because this is in order. Ha ha! Holy hell! Beto, cheap cheap. You know the sound. Google <laughs> Voice might fart in my face. <laughs> Damn it, bro! Great call as usual. Mosh is farting. Legend has it that smoke alarm beeps repel the Google Voice Reaper. Beto, ninety nine cent store batteries. Get some donuts for me and Mosh. This is Google trying to set a tone before it gets you like the Jaws theme. Like, this is what we're reading as we're going. And you guys are the funniest, man. Oh, my God. DT the sun. This gives me anxiety. Me too, man. I'm telling Kevin says, push the damn reset button, nerd. Oh, you guys are the best. Oh, jeez. Full metal Mexican, you, uh, you are killing me. Uh Oh my gosh, you're the best! <laughs> All right, so here we go. So uh, we're, you, you might be Beto Nine Volt here from here out, man. I'm oh. uh, Beto, great call. Thank you for calling. All right, Mosh, we got one more before we uh, call it a night. What's up, Murph? What's up, Uncle Mosh? What's up, Swag Jeff? Capo, Aaron the Q Dog, Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Coach Davis. You know, first and foremost, I'm a made man now. I appreciate it. Congratulations. You know? Uh, very proud member of the Made Men. And, uh, but, uh, first things first, I just want to say, uh, congratulations to our quarterback, Derek Carr, for passing, uh, Kenny the Snake Stabler for all time passing yards in franchise history, man. Man, you my quarterback. I love you, man. Appreciate everything you do. Ah, uh, short term memory, man. Let's, let's get over this loss, man. You know, everybody is probably a little upset about it, but, now it's time to do what a Raider does best, man. My favorite part of Hard Knocks was when John Gruden was telling all them rookies exactly what a Raider is, man. We go into enemy territory and take their crap. Sorry, you Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Be prepared to give us your booty or walk the plank and we're still getting your booty. Let's go, Raider Nation. Let's run off these road games, man. Raider Nation, what's up? Love y'all. Out. Oh, my nice gosh. job, Coach Davis. Nice uh, job. All right, Mosh. So uh, every week we award a sizzler to the best emailer or phone caller. And uh, so what do you got for us this week? Man, we wh- what a strong week. And I and yeah. I love the new format, the grade eight. And they were all great. I awesome, lo- right? I, I mean, lo- like every yes, call is on point. Yes, and Super Deuce. He wasn't going to own the super part of it, but he's he was super, man. Yeah. I, I, I love it. He, he, he gave some nice talk on AB and referred to me as Unk. I love I like that. that. I like our, Historian yeah. Steve, man, classing it up, bro. Bringing in some Dylan Thomas quotes, you oh, know? Come nice. on, that's yeah, hard to yeah. be iceberg. Uh, uh, great tagline, just moving the capital. You know, yes, that was strong. That was strong. Legit, that was yeah, strong. That was really good. Uh, Jake uh, Jr. In, in, in SD brought some thoughts on, on Ramsey. Trucker Dan. Trucking across Arkansas had a great game recap analysis. I loved it. Uh, Rev Raider, he, he started off with uh, Gruden's quote: "We need some better effing yes. execution." Yes. Uh, and of course, took it down to the minute. Man, he oh, just, he funny. just oh, had it gosh. down. And then Beto, 
Beto, you know the city. Beto, you know the chirp. Nine volt Beto. Nine volt Beto. But, <laughs> and then Coach Davis, made man, newly made oh, man. I like it. Status. Uh, he loved his. He loves his newly man made status. Uh, congrats to Carr. He loves the way that the team's going, and he's the first. This is his first win as a Sizzler nice Award job, winner. Nice job, Coach Davis. Sizzler. 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 Awesome job, Coach Davis. <laughs> Sorry. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. <laughs> Booty takers, he said. Uncle Mosh, remember um, when we did our pre-show and we went over our 90 script minutes. We and gonna go 90 I said minutes. we're going to go 90 minutes and it's now been uh, an hour and 56 minutes and that's, now part of that was we kind of had a little bit of a delay on the top end and so uh, my, my camera situation was funky. So thank you to those of you for hanging in there with us. Thank you to the chat room, man. You guys are on fire every week. Every freaking week, uh, I, I, I lose it at some point, fog up my glasses, and, and laugh uncontrollably because you guys are the best. So uh, if you don't join us live, please do. YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Thank you to Coach Davis, Sugar <laughs> Shake. Right, he goes, go ahead. Coach Davis, he's so funny. In the chat, he goes, I'd like to thank God, my family, and Raider Nation. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good order there, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, I love it. You've got the order correct. Uh, so thank you to, to Coach Davis, Full Metal Mexican, iPad, Sugar Shane, uh, Running Bears in there. Ron, thank you so much, Ron, uh, for, for moderating the chat tonight. That's why we call him the Materator. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Pirate 1975. Franklin 83. Jesse Rosales. Rogue Code. Uh, thank you to you all. We appreciate you so very much. Uh, this, you, know, you guys are what this thing is all about. And I uh, can't wait to meet up with you all uh, live in Oakland on November 3rd for the Raiders-Lions game. Uncle Mosh, take us home. All right, man. What a great night. What a great night. You know, it, it's funny that uh, one of the reasons I think we go slow, I just happened to look at the play clock. It's 15 minutes late, our, our clock, our, our official Raider clock. We, you know what that means? You need a new 9-volt battery, Murph. <laughs> is Those, it really slow? Yeah, it is. 15 minutes. Don't ever pick on Beto. <laughs> anyway, <Whoops>. thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening tonight, everybody. This is your old Uncle Mosh in for Murph and the absent Swaggy J. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't ever forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. We didn't even know he was on he was on the hit list. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the
Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.